You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Yesterday, we talked at length about President Trump, his rhetoric and policymaking on immigration, and how all of that is affecting immigrants here in America. We talked at length about the deep ties, though, that the United States has to Mexico and Latin America, regardless of who happens to be in power in either country. Those ties that bind America with its southern neighbor economically, politically, and culturally, and they reach north all the way to our own city. Yesterday, we talked about a group of immigrants who were heading north from Central America on their way to the U.S. border. They recently arrived in Oaxaca in southern Mexico. Our next guest lives in Oaxaca. She's an artist and designer who also happened to live here in Detroit for 24 years. Adriana Pavon says she sees many parallels between the two cities. She's hoping to create stronger economic and cultural ties between these two places through her art and design. Adriana Pavon, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning. Thank you for the invite to share a conversation. Sure. Uh, Tell us about your story as someone who immigrated to and from the United States and about your time here in Detroit. Um, well, uh, as you mentioned, I lived in Detroit originally. I moved to Los Angeles. Uh, I married a Michigander, and I moved to Detroit. Uh, I lived there for 24 years, and something that I found very interesting and beautiful about Detroit is the artists design and create for the sake of designing. That's something that really comes from the heart, and they are very passionate about, about the work. They're very talented. That's why... We have uh, scouts and people from other parts of the country who are economically stronger come and purchase art from from Detroiters. When I um, moved to Mexico, I was looking for a higher quality living. And something that really led me to move was the fact that um, I did uh, felt a little bit scared. Uh, I had a couple of incidents where I was like verbally and physically attacked uh, by someone who felt I was not welcome in the country, um, as well as some of the plagiarism that was happening to my culture. And rather than take a negative, I always try to be very uh, have a critical thinking and see it from other person's perspective, right? So why are they feeling that I don't belong here? Why do they feel attacked? Why do they feel that their space is being taken away from there or their rights are being taken? away from them by my sole present, which is totally opposite because I'm a huge advocate of um, uh, bicultural and mm-hmm. bipartisan uh, positions, right? So I always have, uh, when I have friends that are to left or to right, I try to find a happy middle in between because I don't think that um, people look at uh, the perspective on a broader view, uh, we tend to react to what, what makes us so uncomfortable, but we don't. We rarely question ourselves: Why is it about the, what's happening that is making it uncomfortable, and how can we change that? Yeah. yeah. So, um, my uh, move to Oaxaca, Mexico, was exactly that: my feeling of no longer belonging, and um, that my culture was being plagiarized. Uh, creatively by a French and English uh, companies. I happened to be in the fashion industry, and I felt that my time, uh, at the time, my purpose and my 
efforts would be better utilized on the good rather than focusing on the bad. So I headed to Mexico and um, I started working with the various indigenous cultures that were plagiarized. Um, Something that was very shocking to me is that when I arrived, I totally thought of myself as very Mexican as well as I felt very American. Uh, in many ways, I understand the way of living. Mm-hmm. What was shocking to me is that I have a costume to see value on a degree, on a position, on a, um, and the people in Mexico live very humbly. And yeah, though they live humble, they have extremely high values for um, biodiversity, for their community, for their family. Um, and that really make me think, how is it that we can share the perspective of these groups instead of having the vision of uh, Mexicans being rapists or, or people right, that come immigrants right. being rapists, being uh, people who um, are here to steal your jobs, right? So I've uh, traveled a lot for work. And for me, it was important to kind of translate and share that culture. And not because I say so, but because you can experience it. My um, initiative nowadays is exactly that. Share my culture through educational experience that you yourself can have with the people um, through a cultural exchange. Something, as I mentioned before, that I feel very passionate about is I love Detroit because you go to places, and even you can see in street art. You don't, you don't even have to go into a museum, right? right? So you can go to Eastern Market and see the beautiful art outside. People are very culturally diverse. People seem to have drawn back again to, to wanting to mix and mingle. And there's a lot more events that they ever were. As I mentioned, I've lived uh, in the area for 24 years, so I have seen the change and the spike on activities, cultural activities. And I love when people come together. So for me, it was the challenge was how do we share these and how do we get these two communities to interact? One, because they are very strongly um, creative. And two, because those conversations need to happen, right? So right. for me to tell you that my culture is beautiful and we're good people is one thing. But for you to experience to it, To come it's see a lot it different. yourself, yeah. Um, Correct. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm curious uh, in the last couple of minutes we have here about how you are interpreting the things that are happening in this country uh, coming from this administration. Uh, what, what effect do you feel like that's going to have on the kind of work that you're trying to do, and you're there in Oaxaca where these uh, this caravan of migrants uh, is there trying to to make a point about uh, immigration. Can you, can you give us a sense of how all that looks from Oaxaca, how all that looks from the standpoint of the work you're trying to do? Um, well, I definitely have seen challenges. Uh, uh, you know, people are a little bit more wary. Uh, cultural institutions are more wary of bringing controversial uh, uh, exhibits uh, or that could be perceived controversial. Um, But I feel that at the end of the day, I have found a lot of people, and obviously I'm persistent as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I have found people who are open-minded and are open uh, 
to have these conversations and to have this type of exhibits because they see the need of it, right? So we are, I feel that we are being distracted from a bigger purpose. The water from Flint is being given to um, a multinational company, which really, uh, you know, we have our own citizens in need of water. This is a crisis that we are ignoring and... Um, really we are being pointed at, at the wrong direction, to look at the wrong direction. So it has been affected by the fact that not everyone is as open to to continue the conversation um, of having bicultural uh, uh, exhibits uh, for that because of the logistics. They see logistics as being more difficult. But um, I like a challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's really that's really great. I mean, I think uh, uh, one of the things that that's really important right now is for people to sort of stand up and say, this is not an either or. This is not an us versus them. This idea of immigration here in the United States, the relationships that we have with countries like Mexico, with people uh, and cities like Oaxaca, they are stronger than the policy arguments that we want to have about how all that uh, all that ought to work. Um, your 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 work uh, with these indigenous uh, communities um, uh, talk about what you see as the goal uh, for you know what what what's victory for you uh, in all these things. We've got about a, a minute left here. Um. So for the work that um, I'm doing, I really would love to create these uh, binational liaisonships uh, between artists. Not only we're working with Detroit, but we're working with New York, with Los Angeles, with Chicago. So there is interest from the artist's point of view to learn of some of the uh, techniques that are being forgotten that really are relevant. Victory for me would be... uh, you know, to be able to have the exhibits in the various places we have secured mm-hmm. and to have people show up and say, what is this about? I don't expect them to agree with me. I just would like them for them to have the experience and then from there make, uh, you know, their own conclusion. Right. Have the conversation. Okay. Correct. Adriana Pavon, artist, designer, and founder of Mexico Culture and Pride. Thanks very much for being with us on Detroit Today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. That's going to do it for us this week. I'll be back on Monday. I hope you will too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you next week.